0: Anyway, love the show, guys. Uh, hope see you guys again soon. Uh Thanks for the great show, guys. Keep it up.
1: Keep up the great work. Uh, looking forward to seeing you guys in just a few weeks. Cheers. We'll see you all
2: downtown at the Plaza in November. Block out.
1: I'd like to give a shout out to Shane, Julian, and Eric. All three of you in my book, Motorboat and Sons of Bitches. I love you, brothers. Hey, BC. Love y'all
2: peek a you fuck let I see you, you, motherfucker.
1: Do you want to talk, or do you want to bet? We had two bags of grass, 75 pellets of mescaline, five sheets of high-powered water acid, a salt shaker half full of cocaine, a whole galaxy of multicolored uppers, downers, screamers, lappers... Also, a quarter tequila, quarter rum, a case of beer, a raw ether, two dozen meals. Counting cards is a foolproof system. It's also illegal. It's not illegal, it's frowned upon, like masturbating on an airplane. I'm pretty sure that's illegal, too.
3: Yeah, maybe after 9 11, where everybody gets sensitive. Thanks a lot, VidMod. Welcome, folks, to episode number 31 of Vegas Confessions. We missed you guys, and we are back. We have some good shout-outs. We got some Las Vegas news. We got a lot of things we're going to cover in this one. We got some stories coming along the way. Really excited. Fellas, how are you guys doing out there? Doing good, my friend. How are you? Doing very well. Busy, but doing well. Shane, how you doing, bud?
2: Living the dream. I don't know whose dream, but here we are.
3: <laughs> awesome. So as far as, far as shout-outs, I have a couple of them. My first big one is going to be to a guy by the name of Jamie Perry. He reached out this week and said he loves the podcast. Huge fan of us. He says he loves where the podcast is going. But he also mentioned that he's a pilot for Southwest. And he knows he can't make the whole Ocean's 14 trip to Vegas. But he's willing on fixing a date to where he can come out and gamble with you guys on the 10th. Mm-hmm. Saturday the 10th, he wants to come out and hang out with you guys and spend oh, cool. the night in Vegas with you guys. Cool, cool. So, I thought that was really cool that he reached out. He's like, I know I won't make the whole trip, but if I can make a day, can I guarantee I'll be able to hang out with you guys? So, And I spread him my news already, but I, you know, I told him the guys are definitely going to be around. Do not be afraid to go and say hi. So he's looking forward to meeting up with you guys at some point downtown. So expect Jamie to meet up with you guys at some point. Cool, cool. And then also, my last one is going to be to the whole Oceans 14 group. Now, you guys know I'm a huge, huge supporter of this group. I love everything we do, our trips all the time. I really do look forward to these. But for this Oceans trip, I think I'm going to have to be out. Only because I've started a new job, as most of you guys know. I've taken over the kitchen at this place, and I just don't think it's a good idea to take off the first major holiday. Plus, I'm, you know, starting to make better money, so I want to build a rep- before i start taking you know some more trips with you guys so i'm gonna be out this trip me and my wife are gonna be out but you guarantee we're gonna be at the next oceans trip but to everybody going have a blast i know you guys are gonna rock it with the vegas confessions podcast live podcast at plaza i know a lot of people are looking forward to it i mean i hope you guys have a blast i mean take lots of pictures and videos and send them to me and of course i'll be sharing everything all over social media that's that the least i could do for you guys
2: Yeah. And and with that being said, too, you know, I mean, obviously, Eric and I, you know, knew before everybody else and, and, you know, wanted to give Jules a chance to, you know, say this and over there and let everybody know uh, it is a fucking bummer. I mean, honestly, uh, man, I get it. You know, life is in the way and job and that outweighs any stupid podcast and you will be missed. Um, You know, we're going to kind of pick our heads up and see what we can do. Uh, we all agreed all three of us you know to make sure that we're gonna you know we agreed to a live podcast we didn't we thought about should we pull the plug on it do we back out of this um there was really some heart-to-hearts going on you know and i want you guys to know that so but the reality is you know we're gonna you know jules is like hey man you know there's been times that i couldn't go on trips eric you know vice versa um dude get it completely so um
3: i think the best part was your guys's reaction like hey guys I have something to tell you guys oh, you know God. it's a bummer and you guys are like do you guys have do you have cancer I'm like no no it's not that bad I just can't be <laughs> oh, in it it all- Vegas you know it's,
2: <laughs> that's, uh, that's I, just I, I, as I
3: just bad I want you guys to know I appreciate you guys and again man I know you guys are gonna have a blast as much as I look forward to these trips every few months and helping them out and helping out with them you know I hope you guys just take Vegas for what it's worth get to meet all the new people all of our old friends I mean i'm sure you guys are gonna have fun
2: man yeah yeah dude you'll be represented in in any way one or another i uh, you know i guarantee <laughs> so <laughs> i <laughs> can we'll only jay,
0: imagine <laughs> jay you set the bar so high on what the perceived problem was <laughs> <laughs> that when you were like i can't make it to the uh to the trip we're like well who the fuck cares right <laughs> like, you don't have care. <laughs> holy cow <laughs>
3: It was pretty that's bad. That's like all you calling before right now. I got to go back to work. <laughs> right. That's
0: like funny. Uh, okay. All right. right. We'll, we'll miss you. We'll make do. It it's it's okay.
3: It'll, I
2: I, <laughs> I had nothing better to do on a fucking Thursday night between 8 and 2 and you know, that's what it was. So. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah.
2: That's right. That's funny. Oh man. You know, all jokes aside, buddy, you will be missed and um yeah, you know, it's one of those things. We'll represent the best we can and we will make you proud, sir, one way or another. <laughs> <laughs> so, um my shout outs on my side so josh fab dude he actually again it's october you know and those of you who may listen to other podcast or, or whatever that i do i i love i love halloween josh fab dude picked it up to another level and dressed up as uh you know bet midler off hocus pocus and actually was part of the 25th <laughs> anniversary you guys caught that right did you catch it
1: <laughs> yes
2: Oh dude, that was so cool. I mean, it just like, man, that takes that takes courage. That takes something that, man, you gotta love what you do to do that. And you know, I will sit here and be, I will be on the fence. I will honestly say, best one out of all the costumes that were because I did watch that (laughs) that (laughs) that (laughs) metal anniversary (laughs) thing. So I thought it was cool. And I was kind of demon say, Oh man, good on you. Yeah, that's neat. So it's a shout out on that. Um, another quick note are just the casino birthdays too. you know, October and I, i really never really thought about it, but October we had a lot of casino birthdays, right? Did, did you guys lot. catch that? Yeah. A lot. So we had Circus Circus on their 50th and it's still plugging away. You know, it may not be the, you know, the, the, the jewel that it used to be, but it's still there and it's still doing what it's supposed to be doing. Um, Bellagio. Uh, was in october uh, luxor was in october just a lot of birthdays you can kind of see where that construction and that time frame was for all those casinos that kind of got built up um, i thought it was cool you know and i thought that maybe we would just kind of cover that mention it um, the last one i have on my side really isn't a shout out as much as it isn't and i actually texted uh <laughs> eric and jules on it so i pull up my twitter and i'm like and this was, what, three episodes ago? Which episode did we do the uh, Celia Dion Schmion?
3: It was yeah, two or three, yeah, right? Yeah, three, four back, yeah.
2: I pull up my Twitter and I'm like, wait a minute. Celia Dion liked our episode called Celia Dion Schmion. <laughs> <laughs> it was not her. It's not her thing. But I did, Eric's like, I don't think it's her, but that's still pretty funny. So I just want to kind of throw it out there and say, ah, you know, cool. You know, it is what it is. If it was her, yeah, this- <laughs> that's cool.
0: It was episode 27, uh, was, uh, Celine and the, uh, Twitter account that liked it is like a Celine Dion fan page. Okay.
2: Yeah. yeah <laughs> and that's what I tracked down. Yeah. So I just thought that was neat to mention. Um, but that's kind of on my side,
0: man. Eric, what do you got on your side? So my shout out this week is different than any other. Um, this has been an interesting week. Um, For those of you, I'm sure most of you know, but in the event that some of you don't know, October 27th, um, there was a mass shooting at the Tree of Life Synagogue in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Um, There was basically um, an anti-Semitic attack and 11 people were killed, Hmm. two of which share the same last name as me. Um, I'm touched to say that three different listeners reached out um, and I have not met any of these people. So this was just them thinking of me and thinking of my family. And uh, basically they had some uh, very nice things to say. They, you know, they didn't know if I was related to the people that were shot and they were looking out for me and for my family and in general, um, denouncing anti Semitism, um, I guess, both locally, domestic, and abroad. So I just wanted to take a moment to thank Jason B., Chris D., and David R. Um, so I'm not related to those people, or if I am, it's so distant that I'm unaware of it. Um, but for you guys to take your time and reach out and to think of me and my family, uh, it really meant a great deal. Uh, probably more than you know. So, uh, thank you to the three of you, and um, that's that's my shout out this week.
3: It's one hell of a shout out. Very cool of them.
2: Yeah. 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 And and I gotta say, um, you know, I mean, you know, we we all are from different walks of life here on VC it in it, and, and and I can safely say this and and speak for every all both of you guys i uh it doesn't matter who you are you know, you know it doesn't matter what you believe in it it's not that's that's horrendous and that's horrific and when they th- these things happen um it was one of those things where when we did our last episode the anniversary that you guys listened to hopefully yeah uh, we went back and you know I had recorded that with jay and I in this first call that we had saying hey well, what do we want to do? I edited a lot of some of the stuff around that because it it happened just, it was like the day after the Las Vegas shooting. Right. And you know, and I didn't want to put that in there because I didn't want that to I, I remember thinking at the time, you know, we're trying to get this off the ground, we're trying to do this, and I was so excited, and then then that happened, and literally, Jules, man, I think you were sleeping all day, and, and you know, we got together after the fact and, and did the phone call, but it's horrific when this stuff happens, Eric, and, and I, I personally just because on your belief system and, and who you are and the friend you are, I anybody that has any hate, yeah, it, just, it just boggles mine. I, I never have gotten it. I never will. And um, yeah, that's uh, thanks, man. Thank you.
0: I didn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I guess you're welcome, but, you know, I mean, I, I'm trying I, to be sincere well, over say, here. I, dude. Want say, I want to say thank you to the guys who reached out because it, yeah. it yeah. meant a great deal.
2: Yeah, it is. That's kind of cool. So, you know, <laughs> this, this episode really isn't off to a flying, you know, happy go lucky start, but uh, it is sad that that happened. Um, one of the things, so I want to tell everybody real quick, and and, you know, I bought a sword and i just to change the topic a little bit so for those of you who know you great, know were doing great
0: segue from like a mass
2: attack to i bought a sword i was hoping in you utah. would have noticed, sir yeah in utah exactly well it, it's not a real sword you know however it'll work um and just a reminder for you know what we're doing for our live uh podcast at plaza daniel ocean will be knighted i believe still correct i think we're doing that
3: it's gotta yeah. happen Oh, got to yeah. happen
2: one way or another. So, you know, I bought the uh, accrued two months to do that today. Um and then there was something else that we had we talked actually last episode. There's somebody that threw an email out there and it was really cool that they did and uh and they actually wrote back. It was uh, Morgan Anderson. And we kind of gave our perceptions of of you know, he they were asking questions what to do and whatever have you. Uh the little bit more elaborated on this one and we're going to cover it and then of course give her two cents on on what you know we think this person is gonna you know what they're looking for in vegas basically so hey guys thank you for the discussing my email on the podcast i should have told you a bit more i've been to las vegas three times all for work stayed at the hilton by the stratosphere the hilton behind the flamingo and the weston behind the flamingo this next year 2019 was going to be my 30th birthday so I live in Arkansas. Uh, so not real casinos around here. Been in Kansas City and played at Harrah's and Argosy, but didn't do much gamble wise. I gamble a little bit in Vegas. Uh, the Flamingo and the Link is where I gamble at, I guess. I don't have any casino cards like M Life, Caesars. I have narrowed it down to some hotels and was wanting to get your opinion on them. SLS, which was it, really has crazy good and bad reviews. Cosmopolitan. Is another one he's questioning, and then Tropicana, and I think the Mirage, just because of Vegas vacation. What are your thoughts about them or other places I should stay, and some good places to gamble? Really, don't gamble much. Just looking at maybe spending one thousand or less in a three-day weekend. Um, that's from Morgan Anderson. So, uh, from that being said, I will kind of weigh in real quick while I'm just bantering back and forth, and say, if you've never stayed, and this is a story slash just because it's what it is. Um I haven't stayed at Cosmopolitan yet. Stayed at Tropicana, stayed at Mirage. In fact, I Mirage is kind of my go-to and it, it's not only for the movie but just because it's just classic. We my wife and I went there 2 years ago. And we had some downtime that we are going to do um before we flew out and she wanted to go see the uh, the secret gardens, you know, the lions there that uh that the whole Siegfried and Roy thing was, and we bought tickets, we went in, and and it it's kind of cool, you know. You got to see the tigers, and it's neat what they do, you know. It's just off the the pool area, and I look kind of on the side of me, and I see this guy, and he's got these group of people around him, and and I knew exactly. I was like, ah, oh. and I walk over, and I'm and and he shakes my hand, and he goes, "Hello, Siegfried." It was Siegfried, and he, I guess, he goes there a couple times a week just to kind of take care of the animals and make sure things are going and meet, he meets people. He kind of, so we got a picture with them. And so Morgan, if you're thinking old school Vegas and, and that's kind of what brings you in on, on my side, it was a neat experience for me. And, and I probably, one of the best ones I've had in Vegas. Um, that's why I would recommend Mirage because there is a chance that might happen because evidently he's there all the time. Um, my two cents as far as where to stay. So, what do you guys got?
0: So, your four properties uh, that you mentioned, Morgan, are um, pretty different. Um, So, you know, I always say location, location, location. I happen to really like SLS. Um, The rooms are small. They're, you know, basically the old Sahara rooms, which uh, you may not uh, have any knowledge of, but uh, for all of their renovating you know they they had uh, not a lot to work with so s l s rooms are notoriously small and it 's out of the way so if you're planning on yeah. walking around to you know casino hop and do other things, I would probably take s l s off the list. Tropicana is all the way at the south end or at least it's south strip. Um, they've redone it recently. I think it's really nice. I think the rooms are pretty nice. I think the casino, they did a lot with it to make it a lot more inviting. Uh, their players club is fairly generous and tied in uh, to other casinos around the country. Um, but if your budget will allow, I would tell you either Mirage or Cosmo. Yeah. Both have great locations, uh, nicer properties, Um, I think for what you're going to pay for the room, I think price relative to quality, I would take Cosmo over Mirage. Uh, Mirage is getting a bit dated. Um, it's still very, very nice, but I find it to be priced at probably a step above where it is currently Cosmo. You might pay through the nose, depending on the dates that you're going to go, um, but it's a special property. It's something yeah. that you know people who dig Cosmo, dig Cosmo. And if you like nice things, then Cosmo is where you want to be. Um, I said on the last episode, their uh, Identity Players Club is a pretty good one. Um, the only caveat I'm going to give to that is a $1,000 budget for your trip may not go very far at Cosmo. Right. Um, it may not go very far at Mirage either depending on when you're going. So you're going to have to balance uh, budget with um, convenience, location, things of that nature. Uh, if it's me and those are my four choices, it's Cosmo all day, every day. Um, but let your budget dictate what's going to be right for you.
3: I think you hit that on the head, man. You know, SLS is far away. Tropicana's, you know, down at the end of the strip and, For the majority of people, it seems like Cosmo is what a lot of people really are into because, you know, the technology in the rooms, the rooms are nice, plus the structure of the building. You get to see everything. So, I mean, plus you go way in the hell up on high floors. I mean, you hear a lot of great things about Cosmo, not to forget all the places they have to eat there that are really killer. I mean, and then Mirage. I know Shane really enjoys the Mirage, but me, I really haven't spent much time at the Mirage. I know we were in and out the last time we were there, but uh, we ended up spending majority of the time at Treasure Island. But, you know, Mirage not a bad location either, like you said, Eric. You know, if you want to be on the strip and see majority of everything, it's going to be one of those two choices. And, you know, a $1,000 is more than I expected. You know, like I said, if you're only spending a couple hundred bucks a night, it's not going to go far, like Eric said, especially at a pl- place like Cosmo because the limits can be high on most of the gaming. But, again, if you're going to enjoy yourself and gambling's not a real big part of the trip for you. I check out Cosmo, maybe use a little of the gambling money you're going to use, pay, pay the extra money for a nice room, great view and a great trip. It'll be worth it.
2: Yeah, and I you know what, there's something and Eric, you might know more than I well obviously, you know more than I do when it comes to the rewards programs. But Cosmo is affiliated with other Hotel properties, right? As far as reward, I, I think I remember somebody they had a great deal because I used their points off something else. Um, that's that's
0: Marriott. Okay, so they're okay. they're tied into Marriott. Yeah, their identity rewards, to my knowledge, are that doesn't uh tie in. I, I could be wrong, I'm certainly not an expert on that program. Um, but to my knowledge, that. The rewards program doesn't tie in, but if you have status with Marriott or you have Marriott points, um, that would work at Cosmo. Gotcha.
2: Yeah, that's what it is. And, and again, not to poo-poo Cosmo because it is actually – it's perfect on the strip where you're at when you step out. Everything's beautiful. It, it just – yeah, it it's a fantastic property. And the casino actually is uh really got a neat layout. If you do stay at the Cosmo, Morgan, uh, make sure you try to see if you can't squeeze a seat into the chandelier bar. Um, very, very well done. Neat how they set it up. So, anyway. And
3: it's funny because people really dig it. Like, the ones who go once a year, they'll put up the extra money to stay in those rooms for a few nights and not feel bad about it. And again, like you mentioned, the chandelier bar. And what I hear is, what is it? The corner, the corner rooms are, tend to be the best views and stuff like that. So, I mean, they're a little spacious is what I hear. So, I mean, there's a lot to it. I mean, but again you're in vegas go with what you feel your gut is pushing you towards if you know you you're going to have a good time you're gonna have a good time either way it just kind of matters where you want to stay and play you know so yeah it's all factors yeah
2: all true and you know if you got a grand to play within three days uh, you know it doesn't mean you have to play at the hotel you're staying at yeah spread that shit out you know go somewhere else go downtown <laughs> whatever you want to do you know yeah m- make your uh, money last longer
0: can i give you the opposite Advice, (laughs) sure (laughs) please play where you stay get yourself on their mailing list and they will start sending you either discounted uh or free rooms to come back a thousand dollar gambling budget is enough at some of these properties where you'll at least start getting discounted um, rooms to return if you play 200 at cosmo 200 at the mirage 200 at trop Two hundred at SLS and two hundred wherever else you go. Nobody's going to be incredibly interested um, right. in you know trying to get you to come back, um, except for maybe maybe the total the lower end total rewards properties that might be enough at the link or flamingo to generate some sort of a mailer.
2: Actually, you know what? And you are right on that. You know, I, I guess I'm in the con- assumption that you know you're doing a three four hundred dollar type thing on a weekend, and you know it's really not going to reward you enough points or anything to want to get onto mailing lists or something. So yeah, yeah I could see a grand. You know, you know to make that work a little bit better. You know, I get that. Touche, yeah, sir. Grand's not I a take bad that man. back. That's, a grand's not. That'll no. get some attention. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll still go downtown. Don't gamble, but <laughs> if you've never been down there, it's a different beast. It's really cool. So, anywho, um, again, you know, it's one of those things where you can tell who is the gambler and the reward guy and who is not. <laughs> However, there you go.
0: So, we got a message from uh, one of our favorite listeners. Dr. Taylor Jew had reached out and he asked that this be read on the podcast. Hello, Vegas Confessions.
1: Hello. Hello. <laughs>
0: I'd, <laughs> I'd like to take a moment to record the story of how a video poker hand known as the Fanboy came about. <laughs> the Fanboy is when you get four cards to a royal, and the fifth card is the right rank, but of a different suit, but the same color. For example, <laughs> you get Ace, King, Queen, Jack of Spades, but the tennis clubs. <laughs> it's important that the one wrong card is still the same color which makes the hand not even a flush, but a straight. This hand was named after Adam Bauer two years ago at VIMF 2016. One morning during VIMF, Adam and I were playing some morning video poker at California. The sportsbook had recently been renovated. The bar top machines were brand new, and it was fun getting to hang out with Adam. The only problem was Adam had the worst run of video poker I've ever seen. Damn. He put in another bill, and another, and another. It was so bad that when I got four of a kind, I just the kill button immediately because I was oh, watching him not hitting anything. You know, I love Adam. I'm breaking from uh, his email. I love Adam. I, I would not have thrown away my quads because I felt bad for Adam. Maybe maybe next time, take the quads and split the money with him. Uh, back to Taylor's message. Later that trip, he did hit four twos with a kicker on double or double-double bonus on the strip. So we all laughed about his bad luck turning out okay. Shortly after witnessing this cruel run of video poker luck, someone posted a photo of four-tour royal and a fifth card with a wrong suit of same color. I promptly declared on Twitter that the hand be henceforth called the (laughs) (laughs) fanboy. Initially, it did not catch on. And it was an inside joke between Adam and I. But today, after two years, it is widely known as the fanboy by almost 10 people on Twitter. (laughs) And there you have it. Signed, the official fanboy hand judge, Taylor from New Mexico. Do you have to get a
2: certificate to have that title? I'm not too sure what that is, right? (laughs) So
0: Adam Bauer is mentioned on this show quite frequently. Uh, yeah. <laughs> la- last week I discussed his handicapping prowess, <laughs> which which shall now just be described as consistent. And, I, uh, I caught I that about him for his consistency. <laughs> uh, Taylor, thank you very much for reaching out. It's a great story, and I'm sure some of our listeners have seen this on Twitter and not known what it meant. And now you're literally tens of uh (laughs) followers that know what a fanboy is um maybe we've doubled that i'm not sure
3: i'll tell you what there's nothing worse than getting a fanboy a few times in the same night where you're just thinking oh it's coming it's gotta happen this third time nope fanboyed
2: (laughs) you know who had the
0: opposite of getting fanboyed jim from new york a couple of weeks ago was at uh ocean resort atlantic city and he posted a Royal and this was like a $20,000 Royal. That and then bitch. like an hour later, he posted another Royal. No way. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. He had a good night. Oh, I mean, he I was, was, was running really, really good that night. Um, and I think that was one of those weeks where we didn't have an episode and I made a note. I wanted to mention it and then time passed, but I think it's appropriate. Uh, Jim from New York um good on you sometimes better oh, known damn. as uh chauncey on twitter uh that was a good run my friend congratulations
2: yeah nice. big, big handshakes that's awesome oh i love it when something like that comes together
0: you know it might not be me but god
2: damn that's awesome too cool so jules you had <laughs> something on your side right a couple of I announcements
3: do. so this week i went to a local card room and I, it's been like two months since i've gambled went to any casinos anything so oh, i wow. thought you know i got off work early the other night I was like, you know i'm gonna go play some blackjack for a little bit well so i walk into this place i sat down at a spanish table and it like i said here in fresno and there was a jay, lady that
1: jay
0: jay spanish 21 right not <laughs>
3: no not yeah not a spanish yeah. table blackjack <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> spanish 21 yeah nice clarification so there's a lady sitting on first base she probably had a hundred hands in each in each bet so she had two separate hands of a hundred right so she lost lost and I'm sitting there standing there just watching how it's going she must have lost like you know two three thousand back to back to back everything went against her well she leaves and I thought well I'm gonna sit down put fifty bucks down I just wanted to play a little bit so I'm playing she comes back With the fist full of hundreds, she, I guess, she took out 5,000 from the cashier, right? So she's now starting to play 300, 400 bucks a hand up to 500 each hand. She's still playing two hands. Well, then she starts playing three, and we got on a really good roll. Like, we got on a really good streak. We kept, the dealer kept busting. She jumped back up to five grand within like 20 minutes, right? Another five grand on top of the five grand. Like she didn't uh. lose a hand. And so it was really neat to see. We were all having fun. You know, she's like, I, this is my time to leave. I'm up more than even. And, and she realized that. So she actually took her bets off. She was just sitting there drinking some coffee. Well, out of nowhere, a dealer comes over that was just sitting on her break. She walks by and she asks the lady, Hey, can I get you a coffee? I'm going to go get me a coffee, too. I'm already heading that way. And the lady's like, oh, you know, I'm okay. And the lady's like, no, I insist. You know, the dealer's like, I insist. I'm going that way. I'm going to get me a cup anyway. Let me get you a cup. Hell, oh, she tells her, yeah, let me have three sugars and a cream. Dealer comes back with her coffee, sets it right in front of her. The lady tipped her 500 bucks Shut for getting her God. a coffee that was 10 feet away. I'm sitting there <laughs> scratching my head where I'm realizing – Son of a bitch! Dealers are hustlers too, man. Yeah, so I thought that was very interesting. I was like, "Wow, five hundred bucks for just getting you a uh, coffee? Wow." Yeah, so I mean, that that was one of those things that I'm just sitting there looking at, like, "Wow, that's that's something right there." So, I mean, only things you'll see in casino and card rooms, man, especially when people are up on their luck. So, we also have a couple other things I wanted to cover uh, or touch on on Sunday, October twenty eighth. A UFC Hall of Famer, Stefan Bonner, was arrested for driving under the influence. Nevada Highway Patrol said Bonner was driving over 95 miles an hour on I-15 South in the Vegas. After multiple calls of dangerous and maybe an, a possibly intoxicated driver, when Nevada Highway Patrol finally caught up with him, he was boxed in by six other vehicles, like regular pedestrians. They, blo- they boxed him in. And when the officer approached the car, he jumped out and started fighting with the guy. <laughs> so my my thing is, one, I don't want to fight a U.S. fighter who's already drunk. And two, who the hell gets pulled over going 90 on I-15 South into Vegas? Everybody drives 95 miles an hour into Vegas. So, Stefan Bonner, you're an idiot. Just know that.
2: <laughs> nice caller, dude. Goddamn.
3: Also, Hot Wheels... And SEMA teamed up this week in Vegas. They are celebrating Hot Wheels' 50th anniversary in Las Vegas. So outside of the convention center this week sit 15 Hot Rods from all over the world. Where the top prize is a Hot Wheels slash Matchbox diecast in May to be on shelves as soon as the end of the month. So outside of the convention center, you have all these tricked out cars from all over the world i mean very very neat to see that you have all these hot rods out in vegas people going and taking pictures so i thought that was really neat to see so if you're out there in vegas this week there's something to go check out and plus it's free
2: that's kind of cool was i the only one that collected hot rod wheels back in the day did you guys collect those or no
3: I had them. I had the tracks and stuff too. Yeah.
2: Oh, there you go. Yeah. shit, been yeah, around forever.
3: Wheels, Matchbox, absolutely.
0: Yeah. yeah. Stompers, oh. God, I love those things.
2: That's cool. That's <laughs> neat that they uh, did that. Although, don't stompers,
0: put stompers, stomp like romper <laughs> stompers. You were romper you
2: <laughs> No, I'm thinking. I think that's the right term. They were those little motorized uh, trucks and cars They had the big rubber wheels on them with a the motor, and you could like flip power them on. Wheels. Kind of, well like yeah you, but they call like them stoppers no you no, not that big they were like the size of a jesus we're getting off topic <laughs> they were like <laughs> the size of a hot wheel but they had bigger rubber wheels and and they had a motor and i realized really really quick don't put it on someone's head because the hair wraps right up on the axle and then you got to cut it all out <laughs> so anyway but uh that's cool dude i would actually love to see that that's funny um, so one more thing that, that, we kind of want to cover not only because he's kind of a friend of the podcast, at least I hope he's a friend of the podcast, but David G. Schwartz. So he writes articles for Forbes and he had one that it just came out a couple days ago, actually uh, October 30th. And it was interesting and it got all of us to kind of think, and I know Eric read it and I read it. Um, the article actually was called, uh, Las Vegas casinos are worried the worst is yet to come. And again, it's by David G. Schwartz. And it, number one, it's a great article, you know, but it really got me wondering and wanted to kind of talk to you guys about and we talk about it back and forth on, on trends, you know, where the casinos are going and where their money is made. I, I guess the first thing for me is the question of gambling evidently only makes about a third of the revenue to a casino. I mean, to me, that was kind of, I don't know. I stood back a little bit. Uh, did you guys know that
3: at all? No idea. I had, had no idea it was that low. I thought it'd be more. I did too. I,
0: I think it varies greatly. Um, like if you look at strip properties relative to downtown and off strip. Yeah. It, or, yeah. Sure I mean, it does. It's, uh, yeah. it's all, I think that's specifically strip properties. Yeah, yeah, and oh, okay. and
2: that's interesting too, and again, yeah, it's going to vary, but my whole thing, I guess the conversation, and again, I'm asking you guys on on the thing is, they so where we, you know, it used to be Vegas took their time into the high rollers, and the money that the casinos put into that, what the money, the revenue out, obviously that looks like that's trending low, and it's been trending low for the year, you know, if you compare back in that same time frame now to 2017 and what that looks like. So and meanwhile on the back side of this I see these slot machines that are coming out You know for example Penn and teller has one wheel of fortune all these things that are going on um, And it looks like the the even though the revenues down on this side The revenues a little bit up on the other side when it comes to slot play and I guess there's obviously different factors involved here, but between what a millennial might play or a seasoned uh, Vegas visitor for example where, where do you guys see that kind of fluctuating back and forth?
0: I think it's a multifaceted issue. You know, the, the Baccarat that you brought up, a lot of that has to do with Chinese politics and uh, regulations that are put in place. So I don't know that Vegas can do anything about that. They're really just at the mercy. Um, most of the Baccarat money came from large Chinese players. Um, as far as slot machines are concerned, you know, they really have been focusing on, um, uneducated gamblers, not to say that everybody who plays slots is uneducated, but, you know, they're really looking at the convention crowd conventioners, and what they're going to play. Yeah. And, you know, they've tightened the slot machines to the point that they can, you know, basically pull every penny out that they want to yeah Uh, they're not at the legal requirement but they're you know they're not as far away as you might think
3: well it's funny you say that because like I saw the other day. You know, they're they're targeting. Obviously, the casinos are thinking, and the game inventors are obviously wondering what's the next best thing or the next big thing. Right. I mean, right. if they're not, if this is not telling you, they're trying to attract millennials by creating a little John slot machine. I mean, what else? To, what else do you <laughs> got to do? I mean, they're making specific games to catch certain age groups. I mean, you're seeing it all over the place. Yeah. Well, it
0: has to be. It has to be, you know, the, the slot machines are interesting. You know, when you walk up to a blackjack table and it says right on the, uh, on the felt, you know, six to five. Yeah. Somebody who knows what they're looking at is probably going to walk away. Okay. Yes. When you walk up to a craps table and they tell you only two times odds, sir. Well, an educated craps player, you know, might walk away from that. You don't have that on a slot machine. Right. Right. So, you know, an educated gambler would know that a licensed uh, machine probably has a lower payback. A, lar- a machine with a larger footprint might have a lower payback. But most of the people walking through don't know that. And the people yeah. that they're looking for are, you know, again, it's either the conventioneers or the people on vacation that are, you know, not not necessarily as savvy. Uh, as some of our listeners, and that's that's where they're looking. They're going to keep milking until that goes dry, too. Um, there was a conversation recently, and I don't remember um, where it was, but when we were talking about resort fees and how it's impacting uh, Vegas in general, yeah. um, there was a, a group of regular Vegas goers who have casinos in their local market, that don't have to pay resort fees that are as high or don't have to pay resort fees and don't have to pay for parking. And the general tone of the conversation was, I'm just not going to go as much. So even people who love Vegas and regularly go to Vegas, like I can tell you, I'm not going to Vegas as much as I used to. Now I'm, I'm probably, you know, at least for an East coaster, I'm probably an outlier with the frequency that I was going, but I'm not the only one. And I'm sure there's plenty of people in California that were going down once a month, maybe more, and they don't go as often. And, all you know, it's like death of a thousand paper cuts. Yeah. Yeah. Right? You just yeah. need a lot of people going a little less often to have uh, an issue. And I think that's where they're at now.
2: Well, and you know what? And I, I don't know if this is too far, you know, on the North 40 type thing. But, you know, look at the psychological thing, too, to a certain point. You know, millennials and all of us, actually, I will say because I'm stuck in my phone and every screen, whether it's my phone, my TV, whatever. You know, it's been the last 10 years where we've kind of acclimated ourselves to that's where we get our news. That's where we communicate. That's where we're personable through the phone. You know, it's not a handshake. It's not a drive to somebody's house type thing. Is that maybe a correlation of, you know, where the slot machines where it's not, you know, you don't have that interaction, say, on a table with felt on it you have that interaction on a slot machine where it just we've kind of accustomed ourselves to be you know anything with lights and bright and it's it's them and us and it's this electronic versus you know what we do is that i don't know is that too far off the stretch
0: no most of the people that i know that are video poker players do so because they're introverted in nature and don't want to deal with other people yeah yeah Exactly. I go I go to the casino to be social. I go there to, to be with other people. But I think right. I, I think your point is actually valid. I think that as a society, uh, we look to deal with people less and less. Anything that we can automate or do online, um there there appears to be a value in that for you know, the majority of yeah. people, yeah. I think to some extent. Yeah. So that might be bleeding through also. Right, Like we always think it's the casinos trying to save overhead by getting rid of dealers by automating things. It might just be what the public wants or at exactly. least a portion of the public wants and it, it's not crazy to think that um, you know just looking at the the people that play solely video poker, <laughs> they do that specifically so they don't have human interaction it's, I mean there's many, the many reasons why but. But yeah. that's
2: one of them. Well, like you said, it's multifaceted. I, I really do believe there's there's more than just one thing. It's not a, you know, this whole, you know, if you solve this one problem, it's going to bring the ship back up. I don't think that's the case. You know, but uh, it, it's an interesting topic. And, and Vegas, you know, I, again, we go just because it is, God, you got all that. It's nothing but social. You know, I can sit next to somebody who. You know, could be whatever age, and next to me, who's never been to Vegas before, and there's the first time they're trying to feel it out, and the guy next to me is, you know, thirty years have been going. They've stayed at the Stardust, they stayed at the Dunes. You know, it it just to me, that's what makes that city that city because you have that mixture. I would be ashamed. I would really be. I'd be kind of hard pressed to say that. You know, you still go to Vegas if if the old school and the people that had experiences went away and you had the people that were just there for, you know, that craps table that lights up and has just dice only. I know we covered that an episode or so ago where, you know, it it looks like it's more orientated towards this, Um, you know, I don't know, you know, something to think about. But it was great article, I, I thought, from David, you know, absolutely. So, you know, good on you, sir, for that.
3: Man, we might just have to have him on soon. Pick his brain again.
2: Yeah, it was great the last time. Yeah, it was fantastic. The guy knows. You know, it's awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, So the one thing that um, we're going to kind of wrap up this episode a little bit, I think, unless you guys, do you have anything on your side that you guys forgot about or want to throw out there real quick?
3: Uh, Just real quick, one quick one, just because it was Halloween yesterday. You know, I I just will never get over Halloween in Vegas. And I know you're a huge (laughs) Halloween junkie, Shane. And, (laughs) you know, I, I just... I will never forget the weekend we were there for our first like official Oceans trip, and I was playing blackjack with the freaking nun, an Indian, a construction <laughs> worker, and a firefighter, and the dealer was wearing a Darth Vader costume. I mean, talk about playing oh, blackjack man. with the village people, man. I was like in awe the whole time. Like, I'm in my favorite place, having a great time with all these people who are super fun. And man, I mean... Vegas and Halloween, great combination. That's all I have to say. <laughs> oh, dude,
2: that's awesome. It brings out a lot of people, that's for sure. Um, a quick note, actually. So we, because of our trip next weekend, um, we're really, we're probably not going to be having an episode out before um, uh, next Friday, next Saturday. It'll be the live one. You know, we'll, we'll put that out uh, and Jewel's blessings as well. And just want to throw that out there and let you guys know, please don't stand by your mailbox waiting for this uh, this episode, you know,
0: that's what you do. Yeah. So, well, if you're standing by your mailbox <laughs> for any episode, um, you're on the wrong end. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I guess I'll mention one more time. We've got that Biloxi trip coming up late November, early December. Um, so once we get past this, uh, oceans, 14, five K trip, uh, I'll probably be pushing that a little bit more aggressively. Uh, we got, uh, some, very fun people coming out, and uh, hope you'll join us.
2: Yeah, definitely. And you know, the Oceans 14 too. You can check out the whole schedule and what we're doing, our timeline on oceans14xl.com. Um, there's scooters on Friday, I think at two. We have the light podcast at 12. We have the dinners and drinks also spread out throughout that, along with the marathon. So a lot of stuff happening. A lot of great people coming. If you can't come, it you know it's not the end of the world. But um, by all means. You know, catch us on the flip side. Make sure that you come out, you know, in some other time. Um, like you, Jones, you're talking about that pilot. Yeah, you know, it's amazing. I meet more pilots. I think in Vegas for like three hours. They just got a layover and they just they they jump in the Uber. They go somewhere. They have a couple beers and then yeah, they go fly the plane again. Mm,
3: it's, I it, it was very <laughs> cool because he tried to make it to the a, one of the AC trips and oh
2: cool. When he cool.
3: reached out this week, he was like, hey. I'm going to be going to Vegas, not going to be for the whole trip, but I'm going to be there that Saturday night, the 10th. I want to come gamble with you guys. And then I gave him the news, like, I might not make it. He's like, I'm still going to make it a point to go <laughs> meet these guys. I can't wait to meet you, Jay. I'm like, man, that's cool. And again, awesome. it like it's people like that who we don't know who's listening all the time. So when we get people that yeah. reach out and they're like, hey, I really enjoyed this part or you guys are a fucking asshole, whatever it may be. We really do enjoy it because, you know what, it's nice to know people are listening, but. It's nice to meet common-like folks who have the same love for Vegas exactly. or anything that we like. We already have something in common, so you know it's gonna. we're going to hit it off right away. So, again, if you guys are in the area and you're thinking about coming out to the Ocean's 14 trip with these guys, go have a blast with these people. Go enrich your life with some of the coolest people you will ever meet. And, again, we literally met these folks over a year ago and we talk daily between you know social media and stuff we're always interacting in chats with these people They're some of our best friends so i mean if you can't tell we love and enjoy this stuff we do <laughs>
2: well said well said sir so yeah it's fun for all and um you know i'll drink a beer for you sir maybe more than one then <laughs> we'll go from there so um that is vegas confessions episode 31 uh hope you guys liked it cheers
3: Cheers. Cheers.
1: We were born of mothers who smoked and drank. Our cribs were covered in lead-based paint No child-proof lids, no seatbelts and cars. Road bikes with no helmets, and still here we are. Still here we are Someone will pray Not every kid made the team when they tried We got this morning and that was alright